0: Three, two, one, go. Welcome to Kill Gallon's Pub, the podcast where I, comedian Joe Kill Gallon, like to sit back and have some drinks with people to recreate that bar conversation we all know and love. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, at Kill Gallon's Pub. Also, go to follow on Twitter. You can follow me on all the social media platforms. That's at Joe Kill Gallon. Get on YouTube. I've been putting a lot of the podcasts on YouTube as well as my stand-up clips. i got to start this one before I introduce our fantastic guest, I got to introduce uh, this podcast by saying a huge thank you to not only the listeners of the podcast, but to anyone who bought my album. It's called Can't Complain. It's available on iTunes. Just buy it on iTunes because I I really want to beat fucking (laughs) Doug Benson Doug Benson right now is number one, but it's on a technicality. I've got the number two album on the iTunes comedy charts right now, which I think it means on the planet or definitely in the country. I don't know how iTunes does it. And uh, I can't beat Doug Benson because his is a dollar ninety nine. It's not an album it's a two track podcast. podcast right which is very annoying to me and so um if you're listening live right now we're live on Facebook uh buy it if you could I'd really appreciate that it costs 9.99 that's like have two less drinks have one or two less coffees and there it goes and you know I worked hard on it James Webb worked hard on it and yeah. um it's on the show Records Lit, record label and yeah, it will be released in video form later on, but buy the album so you can have it on your phone. You can listen to it in the car. Comedy's great for road trips, but thanks to everyone who's bought it. Thanks for everyone who shared the link, told their friends to buy it, said nice things, made comments, likes, and all that stuff. Um, my guest said one sip of gin is already dropping shit, so we're off to, we're off to a it's good a start. It's a cerium. Yeah, uh, James has got these coasters that are like sciencey They've got uh, elements on each one of them. All right, well, let me introduce um, my guest. But again, thanks for everyone for checking out uh, the album and- um, all you podcast listeners out there, you guys know I love you. Cheers to you and yours. My guest is an old friend of mine. I've probably known you for probably close to 10 years. Yes. A Chicago friend, mm-hmm. an LA friend, and now just an uh, American friend. <laughs> I feel like uh, I'll see you when I'm in LA which, and I see you when which you're is here. funny
1: to look over to this. they got the good old
0: Irish flag here hanging yeah. in honor of my, my people,
1: yeah. my
0: uh, ancestors. So, uh, th- my guest today is the very funny, the very talented Natasha Pearl Hanson. How are you?
1: I'm good. Good. good to see you um, during the afternoon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, like right? I only I know. see you well, at nighttime. Yeah, because <laughs> we're, we're comedians. We're creatures of the evening. It is weird when you see someone that you're used to in one setting during the day.
1: I know. It's like... In real... Per- like, I keep calling myself a real person today because I don't have to do a show tonight. And, like, seeing myself in real person clothes, walking out of the house not in comedy clothes and not in sneakers, i yeah, you're I'm wearing, like,
0: like, a dress right now that's yeah, still not real person Yeah, I know, but it feels
1: really real person <laughs> to me. Have you ever worn, like, <laughs>
0: just jeans and a t-shirt and...
1: That's all I wear. I feel like that's all I wear. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, like performing in.
0: Performing in? No, I've never seen you perform.
1: In jeans and a t shirt?
0: No, like a t shirt. I'm talking about like.
1: Oh, like shitty looking t shirts? Yeah, just like chilled out (laughs) clothes.
0: Yeah, like a t shirt. Do you own an old Navy t shirt? I don't
1: look like shit ever. There you go. All
0: right. I like the confidence. (laughs) Okay, before we get to know our history a little bit, about we know each other because I met you way back when, um, when you were starting out in Chicago, and then in LA, we hung out a bunch because I yeah. just. I think I moved to LA about a year or so after you did. So it was kind yeah, of a like, Yeah, shortly oh, after, you know. but you
1: were all the way up in Burbank. You were in like a different place. No, I was in country. Hollywood. For, I was in
0: Hollywood for <laughs> my first two years, then Burbank oh, my last right. year and a half. Yeah. So I was in Hollywood mostly, but then, yeah, I went to Burbank, which yep. I fucking missed that place in Burbank. It was, yeah, it was a cool place. The picket fences. It, it was, was a like a big, huge front super yard. Super cookie
1: cutter. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah.
0: It was a good. For LA, it was fantastic. I was surrounded by mountains. Oh, I and love views. Chicago, though. Don't get me wrong, Chicago friends. I'm Chicago's very happy to be sh- home.
1: I Because I started comedy dude. here, and I miss Chicago.
0: Chicago's a special city. It's a special city. Now, we talked about you being dressed up a lot. Now, you have a fun thing that you did, I think, for the first time, what, three or four years ago. Everybody, Natasha is great on social media. She's got a good uh, Instagram, <laughs> which is such a weird 2019. I've heard people say, oh, that person's right? got a good Instagram. Right? Like, it's, I get, it is a skill, though. And uh, you did a fun thing that was in GQ magazine. Was, Correct me if I'm wrong. It was
1: Men's Health. Men's Health. Yeah, All men's right. Health. Sorry.
0: I don't know why I get those no, two. No, no, no.
1: But the same kind of family. In I guess.
0: which you're naked except for food being strategically placed to cover parts yeah, of your body. Yeah. My cheese are Keenie, allowed.
1: It was uh, a. cheese kini. <laughs> the famous cheese kini.
0: You had Oreos, right? Yep, Oreos, I did Oreos covering you.
1: I did. Um, I did beets. So we did Beats by Dre, where I had headphones made out of actual Beats.
0: And what was the, were, <laughs> and were there Beats over your nipples and whatnot? No,
1: that one was just my face. Oh. Um,
0: I don't think Beats I are did. gross. Sorry.
1: No, you don't like Beats? No,
0: I don't like Beats. Never really tried a beat to be honest <laughs> with you. I think I took a bite of a beat on an accident when I was a kid. And I was like, beat it's it. It's like whoever you know I mean? looked
1: at a beet and thought that that would be something that they should put in their body. It's, it's kind it's of a strange a vegetable. But yeah, the whole men's health thing started on a fluke. I mean, it was it was right before Fourth of July. Actually, it was like this time of year. It's
0: a few years ago. Though, cause I remember when you first was, posted. Yep. Yeah. So
1: what I what I had done, is, um, it was like International Cheese Day. And I was laughing with my fiance. I was like, I'm from Wisconsin. I should do something for International Cheese Day. And all of a sudden this article came up about American cheese. And it was like, is American cheese American? Is it really American to have cheese that fake? And it was the the most ridiculous article. Yeah. And so I was like, go to the store now, buy some Kraft singles. I'm going to get naked. You're going to shoot me in this. And so we did. It was Sunday. We were drinking and laid. I laid on the floor and he laid these cheese chunks on me and took like three pictures. That's all it was. And we picked one and I put it on Facebook and overnight it went viral.
0: Yeah, it was a cheese <laughs> cheese bikini, or cheese-kini, whatever you <laughs> wanna call it. Now, uh, for Wisconsin, and I know your fiancé, mm-hmm. or boyfriend, what do you call them? Fiancé, boyfriend? Justin, Justin, yeah. I know, but I can not remember, did you say boyfriend or did you say fiancé? I
1: say fiancé still, you we're still engaged. Still? Yeah. yeah, I know you're still
0: engaged, but I just wanted to double check.
1: Yeah, I kind of mix, mix them up. You know, yeah. sometimes I blur them together and I'm like, friend. Yeah, I hear you.
0: He's from <laughs> Chicago or like the surrounding suburbs, yeah, he is. so that's very that's still Midwest people in general. So cheese, so he placed cheese on you. Mm-hmm. If this is too much to ask, did that did that turn into some foreplay right there? <laughs> like, come you on, right?
1: It, you think it would? In but Wisconsin, it, didn't a-
0: it was. Afterwards, you're probably like, I gotta take a shower. I've got no, cheese No, that's on me. literally
1: what it was. It was like because it was craft singles, so it like melted on me. So when I went to go and take it off it was like it was in it was everywhere yeah so i had <laughs> actually really scrub it off
0: <laughs> natural cheese would have been a bad but call. that's
1: what led to me working with men's health for a while and that's what got me into these creative outlets of like oh i can kind of just like do whatever i think is did cool. anyone
0: comment that um anyone like i love how you're like cheese wisconsin but no offense to your home state and i love you wisconsin not, not exactly as fit to be reading men's health. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just giving shit to Wisconsin. I'm just being a dick.
1: Well, the I stopped reading the comments. I mean, you just can't.
0: Oh, you can't read internet comments about anything.
1: No, and and that that particular article got like 90 million. It it was so viral. It got, I think, all in all, the shares it got was like 90 90 million or something. That's incredible. Um, it was uh, just the page itself had gotten like. Five million hits on Facebook. I'm
0: trying to think what the next food you could do is. We, we, did, about we, did, a number, we did, did a number. We did a few. number of them
1: for a while, and then which oh one? which one's did a Chicago oh, one I did the where you put pizza. One. I did the the chest plate one where I was dipping. I had ranch dipped on my chest, and like dumped on my chest, like, and I was dipping pizza and chips into it. Um, that was one. for men's health too. Um, well,
0: we in the Chicago comedy scene, uh, we talked about it on the podcast yesterday. Or a couple days ago, I'm sorry. I don't know when you guys are listening to this. <laughs> um, there's a thing that a bunch of the comedians did where it was a conda tournament, they're calling it.
1: Condiment tournament? Like, yeah. yeah. Basically, they did Have March. Have you seen it? It's no. It's cool.
0: It's March Madness style. James will get it up on the monitor yeah. so you can see it behind me. Uh, it's a... Uh, March Madness style, so they did, instead of 64, they did 32, so it's condiments versus condiments. Where they, they, did a, they flawed, it's flawed awesome. a little bit. James knows it's a little flawed. No, it's not. Yes, it is. They didn't seed them. <laughs> they, you don't have to seed it. She gave a good reason not to seed it. No, she didn't.
2: Randomization, no. No, Sam,
0: the randomization's stupid. Sam, Sam he did a great job. This. No, they did a great job, but there was still a, a flaw. Is though.
1: that your phone up there? Yeah. Yeah, and then he'll that's post cool. off of I that. No, it's really cool, actually. Nobody know. on the actual podcast pull, can pull see this some, because he's, now we get to see
0: his search. Uh Right. One time he had it up cool. and a podcast was going on and I was in the other room and I texted tell those dorks to hurry up
1: yeah they saw and they it saw it. but I was like I
0: didn't mean it like it, to be like to be an asshole yeah who cares if
1: you did oh Ooh, ranch shit. versus guacamole that's a good one so how do you even how did they compete against each other they
0: did it by random so which they which is why you had ketchup get knocked <laughs> out of the first round of a condiment tournament
2: yeah because ketchup is boring and stupid mm-hmm.
1: all right so.
2: Here's so here's how you vote. It's Not angry reaction, sad reacts. Today it's tartar sauce versus hoisin sauce and hoisin is crushing it right now. <laughs> Never even heard of hoisin. Everyone one,
0: knew. 112. Everyone. Is hoisin? One. Exactly. Nobody what knows. Is what that? Hoisin
2: is that? I think it's that sweet uh, that sweet sauce that you put on like Chinese food.
0: Yeah, still never heard of it.
1: I didn't know that that had a name. Reason I thought that. it was just sweet and sour. I don't want to talk yeah. too much
0: about this for the second podcast in a row, but <laughs> I didn't know Hoison was winning. The fact that Hoison's winning really makes it so that everyone who votes on that, it's it's really just the dreads of society who are who are voting on that. Like could she have had a group of more losers? <laughs> of like saying their opinion I wish it was like an
1: things? actual live event where like somebody would take a chip and dip cool. it into these and Yeah, would like, be fun. You know, and you actually Blind compete Blind taste tests and
0: stuff like that. It just makes no sense to have a condiment tournament. And the condiment that started condiments, <laughs> condiment, in America at least, tournament. ketchup, oh, is knocked out the first one. You so just harsh. said ketchup's not considered boring in Europe. Is it ketchup's not, big in no, Europe? No, I
1: mean, no, ketchup is so rare in Europe because we were just there, Like, it's mayonnaise.
0: Yeah. yeah. Mayonnaise the and way everything. The we act about aioli or whatever.
1: Right. Well, over so there, we they're we like aioli's
0: trash, right. probably. Yeah. Because Europeans they, are classy. They
1: So I think if you were to, depending on the country, ketchup could be really rad. All right,
0: all right. <laughs> I just think it's it's a standard. I just thought it would have been better for seating. I'm not saying ketchup is the best condiment ever. But when you're having seedings or when you're having a tournament, you're supposed to, like, make it so that you want, at the end, you want the best versus the best.
1: Right. This no, thing is going to exactly. have it where, it's- at
0: the end, it's going to be something so obvious versus something so shitty. It should
1: be, like, wasabi versus aioli at or, the like, end? something... I think, like to me, too with wasabi, really I, you
0: could only really have it with sushi.
2: Okay, so right here is the perfect reason why randomization was the best idea. Because <laughs> this is a subjective tournament. There is no objective best. Like in the NBA, you can
0: see who's the best. Ketchup, know they you know school. how I know ketchup is on every table in every restaurant in the fucking world? Barbecue? Is barbecue on there?
1: Barbecue's
0: barbecue is probably going to get knocked by out by fish no. oil or something barbecue. stupid because yeah, everyone who votes so on it's done. flavors of
1: barbecue.
0: Well, I was going to do barbecue, but then my great aunt once made this thing where it was, <laughs> it was no. pig guts spread oh, out I... just thin enough where I was able to dip a tater top All right, in it. And it's amazing because I'm a hipster. salsa verde. That's,
2: God, I thought it was a No,
1: barbecue wins over salsa verde. Verde for okay. sure. Green for salsa sure. is really really boring. Oof. Looks like fucking diarrhea. That's what green salsa looks like. It doesn't have any racist. flavor. It's
0: not spicy. No, I'm not mm. racist. Hating barbecue <laughs> is racist. I'm
1: not Which racist. American
0: citizens like barbecue the most, James? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all Could all it be bad? our African American brothers and sisters? <laughs> that it is. It. That is it, yeah. that and was so for you to <laughs> shit on barbecue sauce is to shit on-,
1: shit on barbecue sauce at all. I closed oppressed out my show people last who built night, this country talking about that because um you were there for like i was ad-libbing because my family my black side of the family was all there
0: yes well, natasha them, you but... wouldn't quite know by looking at her but i've seen you in the summer <laughs> natasha is a quarter black
1: yeah um
0: and i meant that because you tan incredibly well in the summer i do i saw like a picture of us once it's very funny because i am the whitest man on the was planet Was it
1: in la was, it was it in one la of those i was visiting <laughs> i was visiting. <laughs>
0: And I can't. Whoever I was staying with, it was at work until a certain time. I remember telling them. I remember telling them, oh, I'll just kill time. Because
1: I remember you came from the airport. Straight I came right on the from bus the airport. To I had a suitcase beach. with me to me, the beach. Me and some other comic, it was You, like XL. Justin.
0: XL wasn't there. It was no, Ian.
1: It was Ian.
0: Ian Foley, right?
1: Yeah, Ian Foley. The picture
0: is me, you, and Ian. Um, and
1: it Justin, was Jay Washington. I think was there. No,
0: there weren't any other comedians. He wasn't. The, oh, it, wasn't, positive, it yeah. was just Ian. Maybe okay. another time we met with him, but that Maybe. time it wasn't. I'm wearing jeans. A Blackhawk shirt. I <laughs> had. I borrowed because I wasn't wearing a hat. So I needed the Joe. sun. And yeah, I think Justin borrowed me a hat and sunglasses. And then everyone's like, we got to get this guy some sunscreen. He's like stacked. <laughs> He's going to die. He's going to melt quick. <laughs> gonna... And you're wearing like a, a bikini. I'm always and wearing look a bikini. you super tan.
1: <laughs> as and, much as I can. Uh,
0: well, yeah, I mean, you live in Southern California.
1: Yeah, you would think I was actually in a swimsuit more often than I am. It's really rare. Most most of my life, I'm not in a swimsuit, but whenever I can be, I just performed in. Uh, but I Caribbean. feel like you,
0: yeah, you were in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. You were in Europe. Yeah, talk about Europe. What'd you take <laughs> away from Europe?
1: This year has been crazy. You, were you a weird?
0: You uh, so you went with Rachel O'Brien, who's another Sorry. cool comedian. Um, yep. I've only met Rachel once with you, but I thought she was in really February. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's I like her, and uh, the two of you went to Europe. And I'm saying this the nicest way possible. You're both very attractive women, so whenever I see two women uh, traveling through Europe together by themselves, I'm like, okay, well, I hope they know a Liam Neeson type because yeah. they're going to get taken.
1: Well, number Which one, I'm sure, it's not like that. I've been taking Muay Thai for four years.
0: Oh, that's pretty good. And so, do you want to fight? Is that a challenge?
1: Yeah, it's a challenge.
0: I can't fight you because we it's have to bad. start
1: a new tournament. <laughs> a new tournament. <laughs> we have to start a new tournament. You for that. versus
0: male comedians <laughs> who think they can, they can fight.
1: That's a pretty good one. I, I never knew if any of my skills would come in handy, except for I had to use one tactic one time in Vegas, and it, like, just came out of my body, and I didn't know that it was available, which is actually pretty Okay, cool. well, let's
0: back it up real quick. How can you just bring that up and not tell us why you had to use said tactic? Why um, Did you have to fight someone? Why? Backstory? I didn't have to fight
1: them, but... But you had to
0: use your Muay Thai skills?
1: I had to use a martial arts skill. Um, it wasn't exactly Muay Thai. It was, I think, Jiu-Jitsu, but the, um, I was at a... After hours place in in Vegas. It was like four in the morning. There's
0: nothing closes in Vegas. How's that fucking after hours in Vegas? That's
1: what they call it to marketing. They try to they just move you from room to room. Like after hours in Vegas is just a like if you actually had it on in daytime. We
0: need to vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) Go over in this room.
1: It is and it's and and it's not even a club. Like if the lights were on and it was during the day, you'd be like, this is a banquet hall. But people are just partying in there. So my friend, um, I had surprised her for her birthday. This was um, right before I went to Nashville the last time I was in Chicago. Remember, I was going to surprise one of my friends. Yes. Those that lives in Bowl. Nashville. Yep. Yeah. I surprise her everywhere. So a couple years ago, I had Is surprised she ever her. like, how
0: about a fucking phone call?
1: Yeah, I thought she was going to surprise me by it? showing up to it? my text? live taping last weekend. and She fucking didn't. So because yeah, you, you wouldn't be Ashley, a I know, if you're right? expecting it. <laughs> Fuck Ashley. No, I'm just kidding. I love you. Um. But we were, we were in Vegas, and I had given her these. I had sent her a, a birthday package with a flight to Los Angeles in it. And then within the, the trip to Los Angeles that I got for her, I took her to Vegas as a surprise too. That is
0: some adult shit right there. <laughs> Giving a friend um, travel as a gift. Yeah. Hey, would you get your buddy for his birthday? I got him a flight. He's going to fly him. out here. Like that's.
1: Yeah. And her husband like is like so I bought fun. him a
0: shot and said, good job not dying over the last year. That's right. I, I mean,
1: that's 90% of them. But the yeah. couple special different. ones, a couple special ones I like to do. Women are always actually for. getting
0: each other gifts for their birthday well, and or I'm baking a, stuff or.
1: I'm an experiential person. I'm not a stuff. You are a world traveler. That's for sure. I really like if I'm going to gift somebody something, including myself, it's going to be a thing to do, not a thing to have. So um, with her, we were in Vegas and this guy came and walked up and just grabbed her vagina through her pants.
0: Whoa, Whoa, hold on. I got it.
1: It was literally literally
0: grabbed her by the pussy, And it was
1: before the grabbing of the pussy became Ah. popular. So it wasn't even known yet. And and my immediate thing was I just grabbed with two fingers and pinched his air supply off. Nice. That was the immediate I didn't even know that that was available and it in my body. Yeah. And so <laughs> he had his hand on her crotch. The second I saw it, I just pinched his air supply, and he looked like he was very terrified. And I wasn't doing any more than just grabbing him with these two fingers. And then
0: your friend was like, "What the fuck I was into that guy?" <laughs> what the shit? It's Vegas. God damn it, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I finally had someone with the guts to just she grab me. Like, you're and
1: such go. a dick. You they? are
0: literally a pussy blocker yeah. or whatever it is. Pussy,
1: yeah. Twat blocker, swatter. Yeah. Or whatever
0: the fuck they say. Yeah.
1: Um, whatever
0: rhymes. Everything has to rhyme, doesn't it? It all has Cock, to. Cock block. Block <laughs> swat.
1: Um, who you is, can't
0: just say this person interfered with my chance of happiness. Exactly. No, and,
1: and she could have. You know, I totally fucked her night up. But it was four in the morning, and it was all about me. And I wanted to have my friend available. I didn't want to lose her. Yeah, no, that's smart. <laughs> but some guy, security guys came over, and they're like, "What's happening?" And I was like, "This guy grabbed my friend's vagina, and I'm still pinching off his air supply." And uh, he's not fighting back. No, he didn't know was what to dr- do. Like... He did not know what to do. But he had
0: two arms still. Yeah,
1: but like he, he didn't try to take.
0: you didn't try to push the one arm so away. So
1: fucking weirded out. <laughs> That this was. <laughs> Could you? Uh, His face was okay, priceless. Demonstration.
0: Was <laughs> you use two fingers. You said. Yeah. And you just grabbed right here on the guy's throat yeah right where you're grabbing yeah and so it, like i'm sorry but he was in I, shock. On camera people looking on camera if someone even if they know what like and i know you know what you're doing you said you you're, you're i didn't trained. know
1: i knew what i was doing until that moment i was like oh shit.
0: well if someone grabs right here with my throat with two fingers obviously it's gonna hurt like a motherfucker but i'm not just gonna take it i'm gonna use my other arms to try to like swing off them or at least grab the wrist that's pushing him away he didn't but, do right, anything James?
1: He did nothing. Dog. I don't think he was expecting it. Minimum all.
0: applicable force. That's I, it. Yeah, but it would knock you out. She said it didn't knock. He wasn't knocked out.
1: No, but he, he, was, he was unconscious. I, I
0: get it. He was stunned. He was, he was actually was a re- bitch. And that's why he grabs pussies. Real men don't yeah. grab pussies. <laughs> and real men don't get taken down by <laughs> two finger death grips. I know. 90 <laughs> pound women. No offense, Natasha.
1: <laughs> I'm 123 pounds. All right. Thank I'm you sorry.
0: You're tall. I forget you're tall.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that was the only time I had to use that. Needless
0: to say, <laughs> pretty good. Real quick, James, just so you know, I had to not use the coaster anymore
1: because it's sticky. Yeah,
0: it sticks, it sticks, it sticks and then I need it makes to get, a sound. I need to get new coasters, it's uh, yeah. not good for audio. So just so you know, in case yes. you were glancing, at you. me uh, messing. Sorry,
1: up the, we're wetting your table as I chew over. ice. Sorry about your bad sound. <laughs> That's fine. Joe will get me a
0: new table. He got me. So you, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I could, I could always find another. table. Oh, but you for. were this asking about Europe. Table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Europe. So I was just thinking, you know, two women traveling by themselves, and I know Europe. It's just American movies always show like a party of Europe where it's like. There's a lot of horror movies set in Europe, but Dude. I know Europe's very nice overall. I'm sure, like if I had friends, female friends going to like London by themselves, I'd be like, you're probably fine. Paris, I'm sure you're fine. It's probably not until they get into like those areas oh, where it's I like, have, there, even Prague is beautiful, but I'd still be careful. You no, know?
1: so the, those are the two flip coins that you wouldn't even guess. So, so when we where do you feel unsafe? When we say. were prepping to go to Europe, Grant, like we had spent two months straight. Every day working on this because we put the whole tour together ourselves. So when we got there, we had so much work to do that we, we didn't even have time to like get drunk. Like we had drinks throughout the day, a lot of places, because that's just really European to just have. I do love wine. that about European
0: culture. It's yeah. so cool that they all just drink outside during the day. I'm a big nice. outdoor day drinker you know yeah. so i really respect that part and of the it was just culture. like
1: chill it wasn't like we're like party. it was yeah. like oh we're gonna have a glass of wine and let me say real work. quick
0: for european listeners i'm sure when you come over to america mm-hmm. you're like i'm going to chicago i'm gonna get fucking killed yes. i'm sure you have that the difference <laughs> being i feel like in chicago you might get shot and die which is terrible <laughs> but in europe i feel like you're gonna become a sex you're slave torture to some saudi prince <laughs> after you got you know shipped off You know from whatever european capital you got taken from the
1: craziest thing was um got one of the best cities in the world and i stick by it from the first time i went there was prague 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 looks fantastic
0: you guys ever see the first mission impossible it is
1: amazing and it's like it's it's so ancient like i had been there 11 years ago and when i got out of the subway station when me and rachel got there we checked into our hotel took the subway like two stops Got up from underground and I knew exactly where I was because nothing changes. It's so ancient. And I walked us down visually, I remembered where to go and I found the old apartment that I had stayed at the last time that I was there. So, like, I nice it was it was cool. And it's it's like one of those places it's really fun to get lost in because all the streets are like spaghetti noodles. So, you just kind of wiggle down one and then you find like a new one.
0: What, what do you mean spaghetti noodle? <laughs> like was, oh they curve a lot and it was all that designed stuff? to Isn't be cobblestone too?
1: Yeah, it's cobblestone and it was designed to be of like a fortress of a city. So people couldn't find their way anywhere. There's no like right or left turn. It's not a thing.
0: Yeah, back so, in the day you had to build your city in a way where it's like all right where it was confusing. How are we gonna stop the Vikings from coming exactly. in here and raping us? Like all. we
1: can't yeah, no, nobody's gonna pillage them. So Prague, um one of my friends has lived there for like twenty five years. He's from the U.S. We met in Chicago. He was a chef at one of the places I used to bartend. And he, our first night there, he picked us up from the train and he was like, just so you know, Prague is the safest city. He said, of all the European cities you guys are visiting, enjoy yourself here and get a little bit drunk tonight after your show because you can do whatever you want and nobody's going to fuck with you.
0: Beautiful. Yeah. Good good on the checks.
1: So yeah, Prague is like, there is zero crime. There, to the point where there aren't even, uh, when you hit a crosswalk, there's not a light that has to come on or anything. There's just crosswalks across the freeway. And if you're standing there, all the cars on the freeway stop and let you walk across. Oh, they have to
0: see. Okay, cool. I was gonna if be they like, see how do these you, cars stop if there's no light? You lights, don't have
1: to push a button just or the anything. Goodness of their soul, yeah, they... Just out of their heart, they stop.
0: Wow. It's like That's a... because in Europe, though, <laughs> you can be late to everything and no one gives a shit. Right. Which is just crazy to me.
1: It's a more chill.
0: If, if the whole continent of Europe was just on time for work every day, they would have passed us on GDP decades ago.
1: Paris is scary, though.
0: Is Paris scary? Paris is a huge city, Paris and I know they've been sc- having some problems lately. Yeah, we, we were stuff, there. You know? There was,
1: like, protests going on, and some people were like, you girls are American. Like, don't, um, don't, don't be out and about in Paris today. And we were like, oh, we'll just be out and about. And, and go that, the opposite Paris. direction of where there's chaos. So, like, every time we heard a siren go to one direction, me and Rachel would be like, let's walk that way. Is it <laughs> like the you, L of S? Is it the
0: yellow vest? It that, was the yellow vest thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did they have yeah. this, the, is there sirens to have that, like, what's that European siren? It sounds different than American It's siren.
1: different. Yeah, it's, like, it,
0: real low. It sounds very much, I when I first heard
1: that, <laughs> I don't think either of <laughs> I you did that well that, <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: Jesus, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are,
1: it's like a donkey.
0: Everyone just turned off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I remember first watching like the uh, some like Anne Frank documentary, and like the sirens would go on and they'd be like, "Shut the fuck up!" in the attic, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, sounds about right. <laughs> it's Anne Frank, right? Yeah. I always have a split second where I'm like, Do I mean Helen Keller or Anne Frank? I, I used to get them confused. Helen Keller I mean, couldn't hear know the Bert sirens. I a joke about. I used to. I had a joke about Anne Frank and Helen Keller how I had them confused because you learned about them both like in third or fourth grade. At the grade. same time, yeah even though they're completely different stories. It just must've been like <laughs> young tortured women month at Chicago public schools. But Burke Kreischer did a joke about having them confused when he went to go to the thing. So I just ditched my joke because in comedy, the person who's more, f- no, I did it first. The person who's more famous gets to fucking keep I know. the subject matter. Though. That's I know. how it that goes. Unless it's different enough where you could both have it, but that's so specific. Having confusion over those two. Uh-huh. Like obviously a million people could do jokes about like, Oh, I have kids and shit like that. But, uh, that mm. specific type of joke,
1: to drop a joke for similar reasons for one of my idols and uh oh that was shitty
0: who uh who, who did they well they didn't steal it i'm sure no 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 yeah, no no, 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 parallel no, thoughts. no,
1: parallel thoughts and totally actually really different but um jeselnik i had opened for him when he was with mo welch for a second he was yeah mo welch, um, uh, working with mo uh-huh. um he had just gotten done working with gailey and then i i worked with him while he was working with mo and he was prepping for his n- latest Netflix special. Um, so this was end of 2017. I mean, that's how art- articulate he Anthony is Anthony Jeselnik
0: about- only takes female comedians to open for him that are my friends.
1: Yeah. Every one of his right? openers
0: have been a close friend of mine. Right. Like, not, maybe not all close. But <laughs> well, oh, Gailey's, like, one of my closest friends. She's one of my best friends. So um, she uh, was his opening for a little while. we'll still every now and then.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, Mo Welch, who um, I consider a close friend, was opening with him for a while. Yep. And um, then Beth Stelling.
1: yeah, uh, Beth,
0: mm-hmm. Sposito. So yeah, yep. just a bunch. And then you've done spots. Yeah, so yeah, I'll it's and- crazy.
1: So, um, but I re- I I used to have one of my first jokes was about pinching babies, uh-huh. and I uh, <laughs> I still I still used a piece of that in a part of my special because I talk about um, not wanting to have kids and not being sure about having kids, and so I like alluded to it, but I dropped the more in depth version of it because I had done that opening for him and he was just starting to work out his um, dropping babies ah, joke. And it's different. It's totally different. Like his it's is different, a different angle. It's different, but I get
0: the idea if you work with someone, you don't want someone to be like, well, yeah, and it's. he
1: mentioned something to me, not in a bad way, but he was like, because uh, I, I had done a number of shows with him already and one of the shows I did the joke on and he was like, oh, is that a new joke? And I was like, no, it's actually a joke I've been telling for like seven years. And he was like, he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, you know, I I heard you do the dropping baby thing tonight. I won't do it anymore while I'm opening for you, just so it's not like on a parallel. Yeah. You know, because you don't want to be. You don't want to do, step on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, so I dropped it during that time, and I and I don't say it very often anymore at all. But um, it's one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> and I was like, no. But his. Well, I don't
0: think I want either of you near babies now. Here, <laughs> but no, I was going to say is that I remember watching an Anne Frank movie. Like in grade school and hearing the European sirens being completely different than American sirens and mm-hmm. they just sound like whenever. So I'm picturing you guys walking around Paris with like the marches going on and then hearing sirens and walking the other way. Yeah. And I'm like, that's every Jason Bourne movie. No, every really Jason was. He's walking one way. There's the the, the <laughs> European or whatever the yep. fuck. That. I can't even do it. Thank you. <laughs> that's it. You hear that shit? A war is about to start.
1: Exactly. <laughs> whole, that is the European. war. Yep. 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 It's
0: very creepy. The, the Gestapo is coming your way. Let me check, everybody, if you don't mind. This is probably the most I'm looking at thing. it
2: right now. Still number two? <laughs> yeah.
1: All Are right. you still well,
2: number two? Let me
0: refresh no. on my end.
1: What, is it, what does it take to remove the podcast I don't know how many you have to
2: sell. Everyone go report Doug Benson's podcast. This <laughs> guy, He must have As just <laughs> miscategorized <laughs>
1: It's good to know though that you can categorize a pod like one day maybe I'll categorize my podcast.
0: Ooh, I have one review so far. Anyone who's bought it, please write a review. A great comedy, on from Chicago Comedy Landmark. Oh, Joe, that's this so is- nice. Oh, who wrote Joe it? Joe Killgallon bring family, friends, and coworkers together to laugh at, with one another. There's some typos there by the end, but it's thank you for the review. They it's by Fully Insured, whoever Fully Insured is. It's probably someone I know who works in insurance. I appreciate the shout-outs. <laughs> shoutouts. All right, back to the podcast. Back to Just it. wanted to get a quick little live update. Anyone in anyone in the chat? want to
2: say what's checking up to. Too. Uh, Dane Arden says that the uh, condiment co- competition is killing Chicago comedy. Dane is killing not, in a bad way. Dane is not. Uh, no, killing in a good
0: way. I killing think. in a good way. I'm gonna read it like as a killing good thing. it, like killing. Killing it? It? Yeah. in the
1: name of banana.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I disagree with Dane on that. <laughs> I like your enthusiasm though. All right, Natasha. So yeah, European tour was sweet for you. you yeah, had a great time.
1: It was good. Mm-hmm yeah and we 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 killed it i i'm really proud of us because doing comedy overseas you did diy you
0: did that shit all on your own all on our own so i usually like when i have comedians on i try to get a little bit a little nugget of value from them (laughs) to throw out to anyone listening not just to apply to their life is i i don't do this podcast for comedians i don't give a shit if comedians listen at all right yeah if they listen that's great you know i'm happy for for them people Mm-hmm. but if you, whatever I could take from comedy and apply it to everyday life to people in other jobs, you know, um, I try to do that in any way possible. Yeah. So what would you say? What was, because I, I think about sometimes stuff like that where I'm like, God, I think I'd get overwhelmed by just, uh,
1: it I was a lot. It d-. was for sure. A lot. Cause
0: there's stuff as a comedian. I like to, I like to do the indie route, the punk rock route, you know, James and I with this, uh, doing this podcast, obviously, um, you know the album is very independently produced. Stuff like that is fun yep. to do, but the idea of setting up a European tour, I'd be like, nah, fuck that. That's that's where I want to pay someone. There's and certain we things you're like, I'll pay someone to do that. Well, you we can weren't take my sure 10%. how it was
1: going to go, but like the thing was, we, the way that I like to work in comedy is I'm like I said, I'm, as a person, I'm just really experiential. So I, I like to build a relationship with whatever venue or people that are coming to my shows. I have a lot of friends in Europe that I hadn't seen for a long time. And I'm connected with a couple of different apps and like, you know, businessy shit. And so, I knew that if I was able to pull off a successful European tour, it would benefit a lot of people. Um, but I didn't want anybody else to do it because it would take the vet, like the personal connection away. So when I was putting it together with Rachel, we were we were literally reaching out to local people we knew in certain cities and having them help us share the information and
0: see it's nice that if you have contacts that's big yeah because then they could help give you like an inside <clears throat> source there right yeah okay that's cool
1: yeah and we and you know when you have your ticket sales so
0: you hear that everybody build relationships build
1: relationships because
0: then you can I've, come back for seconds it's
1: not just fan you know i've
0: i try to make that a sexual you end innuendo coming back for seconds
1: <laughs> Brr, you single um, guys out there you would be
0: nice to women that's
1: the sound of or what was that know. the sound <laughs> of
0: you, you've, had a weird, you've had a weird couple sound effects in there yeah, that I think <laughs> you, you busted into um, the European siren. That's what siren. gin at 3 well,
1: o'clock in the afternoon does to me on both, days yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we're or- drinking
0: gin and tonic, <laughs> feeling supersonic. It's an oasis lyric.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is. It's a
0: very good song. It's good Supersonic song. is the name mm-hmm. of the song. Everyone check that shit out. Liam Gallagher's got a new song, actually, I like a lot called... Uh, Shockwave. It's a good tune.
1: Number one on iTunes. It might be. It fucking should
0: be. God, man. I keep, I just want to keep refreshing. To be like, God damn it. Doug I know. No,
1: you're going to be. You're going to be number one. I, I believe. You are already number one. I, I, I already am already number, number one, one. As far as I'm concerned and everybody else Jill's You're
0: concerned. You're damn right. All right. But look, I'm telling people why I'm on the phone. So it's different. Sometimes I'll have the phone out and I'll just glance at it. And our, our, good, our good buddy Chad McDaniel said, when I watch the live stream, every time you grab your phone, I drink and I get fucking drunk.
1: Ah! <laughs> said something like that, or
0: we should play a drinking game out of I it.
1: Galway Bay is tuning in right now. I love Galway Bay guys. is where we
0: re- recorded our St. Patrick's Day live. We did St. Patrick's Day live. No, I tuned into that Galway. for a
1: second, and I and I said hi to everybody. It's very sloppy. Those guys show. kept me alive when I lived in Chicago.
0: Yeah, you went there a lot. That, that I live across has, the
1: street from that place.
0: Has intoxicated many a comedian, that bar. Oh, yeah. And national comedians, when they roll through Chicago, will make it a point to pop in there. Well, I believe, when I used that's to. It's getting to that point, I think.
1: <laughs> when I used to like live there, which was accurate, I used to live there. And they didn't have their connection with comedy yet. They were kind of starting it. It was like with, back when Adam and like Beth and everybody were. They would kind of come and do a show there every once in a while, but it wasn't. I don't, I don't really know if they ever did
0: shows because they don't really do shows now. I think I think what it, what made it really but popular. But it's supported. Comedians, they're supported. Of, yeah. Of well, Nolan, who's been a guest on the podcast, Nolan Rafferty, the guys. I love Nolan. A, a fucking beauty. He um, he was good buddies with C J. Sullivan. who's a great comedian. Everyone should check out C J. Sullivan, and C J. would hang out there, and then naturally. He would get other comedians to hang out there, and then when the Laugh Factory opened up, it was like four or five blocks away. Yep. So everyone's like, "Oh, let's we'll just walk around the corner and go over to yep. to Galway." Or yep. as so many comedians mispronounce it, Galway. Let's go to Galway. Galway. I'm like, "It's Galway."
1: Galway. And yeah. I correct
0: them every time, and they look like I'm a dick. Why is that? Can we stop this society? If you say something wrong, and someone corrects you, just go. Okay, thank you. You don't have to be like, "Guys, whatever." It's just—it's very annoying. Well, it's That's not the my same as a gym. Those
1: you know, it's not the same as a gym when you're like doing an exercise and somebody's like, "You're doing that wrong." It's different when it's language. Language is actual.
0: Yeah. You know, although if someone's <laughs> doing a, i do don't go to the gym clearly. <laughs> um, although I did just get an elliptical the other day, so look out, everybody. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna be You're gonna go, go nowhere oh.
1: fast. You're gonna go nowhere gonna so fast. Tightening it up.
0: No, I'm setting up a little gym area <laughs> in a corner of my basement. So I got—I got the elliptical. I got a couple free weights right there. I'm going to be like, yo, Alexa, play some hot beats. And I'm going to be fucking <laughs> ellipticaling it up.
1: You're going to be a rock gonna star. going to get
0: that ass in gear. And uh, so I just, with a gym, though, someone could really hurt themselves if they don't know what they're doing. But yeah, it's, people are sensitive I see it all
1: the it. time. I see it all the time because I... I I I do I go to my Muay Thai gym most days, and when I go to a regular gym, I'm just there to do emails, which sounds really fucked up. But I go do emails you on just an elliptical. Uses it for the Wi-Fi. Yeah,
0: you have Wi-Fi at home. I just
1: go do work while I'm on an elliptical. Um, I feel like I you're have-
0: trashing the elliptical right now. <laughs>
1: it's great mm. you don't have to work that hard on that thing and you can still burn <laughs> the calories. it's perfect it's
0: perfect for you a dad do, on the go exactly what else do you I can need? hold your I baby would buy, if i could you afford it
1: emails you can be on the <laughs> phone You're not. You can't
0: answer emails on it because you need two hands to do the fucking. No,
1: I do the leg part. It's just as much. Mm. It's pumping the blood through everything. It doesn't matter. Your arms don't need to. You're not like getting stronger by being. Well,
0: that's why I got the fucking free weights, (laughs) man. (laughs) I pick up the twenty fives. I do the curls for the girls. (laughs) I do the tries for the guys. That's That's how you make an arm look good.
1: Yeah, that's my theory. Yeah. Although I have, I just gash the shit. I am such a boy.
0: Do you have a six pack, like visible six pack? Mm-hmm. Don't do that. I don't like that on women. <laughs> what? Anything. What? I'm just fucking sure. around. <laughs> it's funny to tell someone not to have something they have. You're like, can you not look that way? No, you're in great shape. You eat well. You take care of yourself. Good on you. I
1: try, I'm but I drink. I drink around. a lot, so I, I are you I one of those women that
0: care about arms, like your own arms?
1: You wanna know what?
0: Only women do that. I. That's an observation I have. I no.
1: never cared, but I wanted to be strong enough to be able to do chin-ups and pull-ups.
0: There you go, that's fine, that's good. James gave me a look. What I mean by that is women care about women's arms. I'll hear women go, oh, my God, I just want her arms. I get complimented on my arms all the time.
1: No, women compliment me on my arms all the time. But no man does, I
0: mean. Men don't care.
1: I'll be somewhere, and women will come up to me, and they'll be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, but I just have to tell you, such great arms. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I'm so sorry I'm not a lesbian. Everyone always wants to tell you before they make a compliment about your body. I was just in the Caribbean, and I was walking around all day in a swimsuit, obviously because it's the Caribbean. Um this woman comes up to me at the end of the day, it's like five o'clock, the sun is setting, I'm at this outdoor bar, it's like beautiful and serene. And she comes up, she's like, I'm just I'm just wanna let you know I'm not a lesbian, but you have a really amazing body. And I was like, I don't care if you're a lesbian or you're not a lesbian, you're like, or I'm you're you a were. dude or a not dude. I don't care what you're packing, but thank you for the compliment. Uh. Like and I will take it because I work hard.
0: <laughs> Here's my th- why the arms thing is only something that women care about. If I were talking to one of my buddies, and he was like, "Oh, I went on a date last night." I'd be like, "Oh, cool, man, how was that?" And he was like, "Great, man, dude, she's got great arms." I'd be like, "Ooh, how how ugly is she?" Because
1: <laughs> how, if you're leading or off her with her personality. Arms, like, what's yeah, her
0: personality like? Terrible. <laughs> Sick
1: arms. Dude, yeah. She's got some sick
0: arms Oh my god That reminds me I used to have a joke About that shit
1: I'd much rather have A woman compliment My ass than my arms I really would
0: Because the funny thing With the arms is You know there's like That slim fit thing And there's spanks And all sorts of stuff That women can wear To like tighten up Underneath Yeah If you have fat arms You can't hide yeah, that hide that shit, shit. So it's like, oh, there's still even right there.
1: even strong arms, all all arms all do arms this. jiggle a little bit. do that.
0: <laughs> I, like, I, long I, so can't tell. I've had so many of my out.
1: girlfriends be like, "You're so fit. Look at my arms." And I'm like, my, all, "All arms do that. It's called skin." Yeah, <laughs> like, the, just... <laughs> and the only famous
0: women I've heard talk about, I'll hear women go, "Madonna." Madonna, I know. Michelle Obama, great arms. Great arms. arms. It's like, yeah, those women are also good-looking in other ways, too. It's just so funny to me that that's something that women lead with. I'm trying to think. James, can you help me out here with this yeah. one? Is there an equivalent that men have about women that people are like, no one, women don't give a shit, you know?
2: Yeah, or dick size, because women don't have dicks. That's like it. No, I'm – I can't think of anything else, honestly.
1: Dick size is a big one. Um, but th- I feel like that's halves. Not- guys envy other yeah, guys yeah that's calves. like yeah leg day when women, women don't, don't, don't care, care about, about do skip leg day, they it's don't huge care there we go see that's the
0: example yeah. i was looking for yeah no i used to do calf raises i've got small shitty yeah. calves and i did i did <laughs> when i was like late teens or like through <sighs> almost mid-20s yeah. i worked out my legs so much my legs just could not get bigger and i heard a lot of that's just some genetic stuff you know what i mean yeah um I come from runners, I suppose, and mm-hmm. just, or some people. I know some people some just legs. have fucking massive calves. Some
1: people have fat calves. Yeah,
0: my cousins, um, they're my first cousins, really but it. they must get it from my Uncle Tom on his side of the family.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: They, My, like, my cousin Danny's got, and my cousin Brian had like big calves. And it's like, what are you, where, where's that come from? <laughs> yeah. Do you have good-sized calves? I have huge calves, dog. Yeah? I also run up my wife everywhere. I used to be a fat kid, too. So the no, fatness but, okay, stayed.
2: I was only fat for You're like, a little bit. I was skinny most of my life, oh, okay. but well, i always had big Well, you know
0: what you're doing then? What? What you're, am I doing? You're carrying around the fat card like you held, held it for a long but time. But I was ah. fat, and I
2: got rid of it, so uh, I can't. Yeah, but
0: you, every now and then you'll be like, I used to be fat. I lost weight. That's different. It's not That's, an untrue statement. Uh, yeah, but it's different, <laughs> though. It's different. It so isn't. It's like converting to Judaism and then being like, we really suffered. Like, mm,
2: you, 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 you didn't <laughs> well, really it suffer. It's like converting to Ju- Judaism and converting back to normal I guess
0: because you were thin. Then you, it sounds I like, like that you, it sounds like a you weren't a Jew, you became a Jew, and now you're a Jew.
2: That's <laughs> not, not what I'm
0: trying to say. But you, you hear my point where it's someone who's been overweight and they struggle with their weight all, all, their whole life.
2: I struggled for a long time, dog. I was fat for like five years. That and fat? You, when you were
0: thin, you had big calves? 50 pounds heavier than I am now. Ew, when you were, I'm yeah, kidding. No, it was
1: disgusting,
2: dude.
0: When you were thin, you had big calves? Yeah. So now that I'm older, Mom, like, my metabolism's different. I differ. also yeah. played hockey and shit, so like... Yeah, I what? played. I'm but sorry, I don't
1: think the metabolism thing is like I feel like it's, it's for sure a thing as you get older. But might I've gotten better physically as I've aged, which but is but you took weird. Care of do your take body.
0: care of yourself. Yeah.
1: Kind of. I
0: stopped taking care of myself. I used to be in really good shape for a while. Yeah. And I'm not like that bad. I know if I just. No, you're I'm, fine. I'm one of those people. If I worked out hard for two weeks, I'd be back to where I wanted to be anyway. Yeah. I feel that's like that's
1: kind of most guys that are of your stature can do that. It's pretty like frustrating. Stature and, like, Place like, in society? You're already, yeah. <laughs> so you, what do you mean? By yeah, about, about your economic status uh-huh. and uh, about the money you make. <laughs> yeah. But my uh, my fiancé is the same way. Most, a lot of guys your that fiance, I know. My fiancé, last
0: time I saw him, pointed at my gut going, what's going on here? Did he really? He was saying <laughs> it like.
1: What a dick! What a dick!
0: And I love him for it, though. But it was, kind of, it was slightly dickish. But this is where <laughs> guys are cool. That's it was what? his way of being like dude, you didn't look like this last time I saw you. What's going on right there? And I was kind of like, dude, I just moved back to the city with the best food on the planet. <laughs> it was literally right after I moved back. It was a couple months. Cause I remember I was doing Dave Hellam show at Wicker Park and you guys were at that bar whiskey business that you uh-huh. know, the owner, my, my friend's owner. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I walked over and met you guys uh, over Uncle there Chris. and he kind of gave me like a, what's going on over here? And I'm uh-huh. like,
1: okay,
0: I got an infant oh, so at funny. home and I just uh, been reintroduced to Italian beef. Mm. And 4 a.m. bar, so that's what's happening. <laughs> Although I didn't, remember, I wasn't partying like that. I still, I don't really party as you much. You've, you've not
1: really changed like overall. I don't feel like
0: from becoming a dad. Maybe,
1: well, maybe it's because we all age together. But I can't tell people, people are aging. You know, yeah. it's so it happens so slowly well, over we're time. We're also
2: aging slower anyway because the quality of our food and medicine is better. So like,
1: yeah,
0: is the quality of the food better? I heard yeah. there's, they're just like, GMOs shit Shut and all that. Fuck. GMOs are fine.
1: <laughs> Some of them aren't Some
0: Every, of them are good, everything is a good I've, read a is yeah. I've read a Evian's lot about GMOs I've read a lot about GMOs Evian's a great
1: water to drink here's, It's naturally Here's balanced.
0: where I know Yeah it is Here's where I the know The pH right I'm gonna see where you are In the GMO thing I know a lot of people <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's your classic <laughs> Modern day People don't know What the fuck They're arguing about mm-hmm. Now the one side The left will say Yes
2: Well the left says A lot of stuff about GMOs But go ahead Sure
0: But one of the big th- Statements made Over the years was We need to label everything Right and then the if we, conservative big business side is there's no need to do that. These are perfectly fine. Okay. Yeah. But so I don't want people to know. I think it's both. I think most 90% of them are probably perfectly fine. Why not fucking label them then? So if they're perfectly fine. If we, label. Are,
2: if we are going to label everything that's GMO, everything will be labeled because <laughs> then right? label everything. Mm-hmm. Why not? What's the then, point? All or nothing, that, baby. That's just a waste of printer ink. You don't need to do that.
0: <laughs> yes i guess you do
2: if literally everything is a gmo you don't need to label it it's just be like hey, don't let's you want go to buy know, some gmos at the store you're being
0: very trusting of these corporations i these don't trust farms. the corporations well, but i trust
2: the science behind what's making our food better
0: sure i trust the science behind a lot of that too vitamin a people have vitamin a division in so many th- uh east uh yeah eastern no uh yeah eastern asian right medicine eastern asian
1: um i just started doing bio no, like a lot of those therapy and it's those kind of things actually work.
0: Yeah. Well, no. Some of them do great things, some of these GMOs. They really oh. do. They could help um, okay, the first nutrition of all, levels of so many of poor all, countries. <laughs> but tell why me, not label them?
2: Please tell me what a GMO
0: is. It's a genetic. No, 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 no. no,
2: no. I know what it means. But to that. you, what is a GMO? Because GMO means a lot of different things to a lot of people. And it is really only one kind of thing. But it means so many different things. So what do you think a GMO is? It's just
0: is? a way to chemically make your food grow faster or that's, more efficient, essentially, right? That's partially true
2: everything we eat is a gmo by the way we've made them so a banana was not shaped like a banana until recently it was extremely hard to eat the seeds were huge like the there was genetic
1: everything's genetically modified we
2: have like a lot of it is done through breeding like selective breeding that's a gmo well that's what we we fucked up dogs by
1: doing that right Like
0: purebred dogs are unhealthy. You guys know that. Yeah. Yeah. Dog lover die real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got a pure bulldog. I'm like, yeah, you got an unhealthy dog that we. But that's also incest over thousands of years. That's a
2: poor use of selective breeding. What we've done with most of our food. This is where the GMO thing first came from. Is when we were all talking. Like it was a buzzword, but people didn't know what it meant. But they were just talking about selectively bred food. Like tomatoes, we bred them to be bigger. Mm -hmm. Bananas, we bred them to be more full of banana
0: meat.
1: (laughs) More banana. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, They got got more meat. Yeah, just you know, like more meat. Bananas.
0: We bred them. (laughs) I wouldn't call it meat, but more banana. More banana. More
1: banana. Yeah. More (laughs) edible banana.
2: Like we've bred things over time to do that, and we've like now the chemical thing. Like we've bred certain genes into food to not be as uh, negatively reactive to things like Roundup and DFT, which is bad for us. But it's not the GMOs that are hurting us. It's the chemicals they spray on the modified food that kill us. So really what we need to do is breed food that is automatically pest resistant, which is something we're doing, so we don't have to use chemicals. They're not putting chemicals in our food. They're breeding them to be resistant to chemicals that we then spray on our food. That is what a GMO is. Sure. Okay. Yeah, I get
0: that.
1: I grew up farming, and you know what? I, I just... I don't care about any of it. I, I used to eat sweet corn raw and there would be like shit particles on it and I was like, you know what? Eat this that is gonna shit. make me stronger. That's right than a human being. <laughs> yourself. Feel that but your you system.
0: knew what you were eating. And I that's the point. S- a lot of people don't trust these corporations and they just want dirty them to label fucking them. I used to eat some dirty request peaches request to just be like, What the fuck am I eating? Dirty
1: peaches. <laughs> dirty, dirty peaches. Dirty
0: Peach sounds like the name of like a strip club. Come right? down to the Doesn't dirty peach. Come to- <laughs> Actually, Tuesdays, half up. <laughs> oh man, have you ever been to a strip club?
1: Yeah, a lot. You have? Um, I was
0: talking about that with someone recently. I
1: haven't been to a lot someone of really was, good oh, ones. The, the
0: other the other podcast, I think, I uh, brought up with Samantha Berkman because we were joking about podcast about um, how a lot of strip clubs have like a brunch.
1: <laughs> yeah, because they don't know what else to do with their space when there isn't pussy in people's faces.
0: I, I just don't know the people would go. Have you ever gone, Have you ever eaten food at a strip club, James? Hell yeah, dog. Have you?
1: Yeah, Some wings. people say like, oh, it's the really good. wings <laughs> are great. Me and uh, my cousin Ray Ray last night were talking with XL because one of the first gigs. Real that quick I had everyone, in XL Chicago... was
0: on podcast number two. I just want to let the listeners know when oh, people yeah. make references.
1: Yep. XL is uh he's one he's of my six
0: six, six seven my faves. and about that and about three fifty. Yeah. Right? 350's fair. Yeah. Dude is gigantic. That's and very I nice. feel three fifty. XL, he might be closer to 400 maybe Probably. Ah, he, he's kingpin he's kingpin man. from uh the marvel comics yes. <laughs> yes.
1: He's well, Kingpin. He's, you missed me and talking about him at the beginning of my show last he's night he's the green mile but he bigger. he kept me alive my first like four years i know he's Chicago. a great dude i just
0: want to let people know he was on the podcast with mateo lane when i first started he was on episode yep. two and um his so xl is what he goes by mm-hmm. his name is xavier lamont Actually, I found out that it's not his name actual is Rory name. Johnson. It's Rory Johnson. I'm so pissed off about that because I only just found out recently. <laughs> you didn't I've know. said I've said out loud to people. I've said out loud in his presence. His name is Xavier Lamont and he's that big. How cool is that His initials? Your initials are XL and you're a giant. That's fucking cool as hell. At any point, he should have been like, "Do something no, wrong with that. No, he in, wouldn't. Like, he
1: would never tell anybody. That's what comedians,
0: it's so, I've had that so often. Oh, big shout out to my man, Gary. Uh, I'm going to call him Gary Lee. He was a uh, comedian in Chicago. He's now running stuff in Cleveland. Um, Savage Media, check it out. Gary. He's running some podcast stuff and just uh, coming up with, like a whole media uh, like platform for um, like comedians and, and wrestling fans. And, like, he's doing a bunch of great stuff Damn. in Cleveland right now. And he just got married, and I was heartbroken. I couldn't make the wedding because my, my wife really couldn't travel yet because of uh, to C-section babies. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, and taking care of babies. But he was Gary Lee, is what his stage name was. And I remember doing a show in Cleveland with him. I took him to open for me in his hometown, and he had some family there. And I said, oh, the Lees are here. And they all laughed really hard at that. I'm like, why are you laughing at that? And they're like, our last name isn't Lee? And then I remember thinking, was Gary adopted? Did I just fuck up?" <laughs> no, he's not.
2: <laughs> Gary Lee
0: was a stage name. And I I thought, well, and that's happened so many times. Oh, Did you have yeah. a stage name? It, tell someone what your real name is. I just felt like it's a not dick even always not a knowing. comic
1: situation. There was um, oh, yeah singers. Do you remember Wells on Wells? Um, the bar, yeah. Where I used to bartend. That was where I used to bartend. Weird, did you
0: used to bartend? I know Natasha. I bartended everywhere. I was oh, a
1: bar whore. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but one of the girls I worked with, her name was Emma, and what had happened was her her real name on paper is Jennifer. Her name is not Emma at all. Her parents couldn't decide on the name. They couldn't agree. So her dad was like, I want to name her Emma. And her mom was like, I want to name her Jennifer. And her mom finally said, yeah, let's just name her Emma. And she let the dad know that her name was Emma, but on the birth certificate wrote Jennifer.
0: Oh. So legally,
1: her name was Jennifer, but her whole life she was called Emma. But the mom just like stuck yeah, it I to mean, her. that's
0: something They could have changed it a week later. The,
1: yeah, they didn't. They didn't ever do it. And so like when we would be working together, I'd see the schedule and it'd say Jennifer. And I was like... Jennifer, who the fuck is Jennifer?
0: I'll say this as a and side note: <laughs> as a parent, when you see your kid's name in print for the first time, it's kind of like a whoa. Yeah, I, I, bet. I went to go pick up my. Yeah, I went to you made pick, it. Up. Yeah, I went to go pick up my son's birth certificate like a week after he was born. I, I drove out to this courthouse because he's to going to, like a courthouse type of thing, and um, I remember handing it to me and then seeing the name and going like, man, that makes it a more realer. I was holding right? you an hour ago, Isn't but the, that holding weird? the paper that says your name on it, there wasn't oh this this. There wasn't a dylan kilgallen before right and there is now that's like that was crazy you
1: you came inside of your wife and you created a human and you gave it a name and now it exists it's that simple (laughs)
0: it really is (laughs)
1: pretty crazy how procreation works when you think about it
0: (laughs) totally yeah it's um how
1: does it feel to be a dad of two now do you think you're gonna have more
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'm good. I'm. I'm. I'm cool with two, but one more maybe. You know, right now two's a handful. So I don't want a third one for years. Yeah. Like years down the road, um, and maybe wait like three, three or four years or something like that. Three years, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because then, because we have two boys, so the whole idea is, if you go for a third, it's because you want a girl. That's what people would do, right?
1: Yeah. Do you want a girl?
0: I'd be okay with having a daughter. Yeah. We were surprised, so I had no idea, boy or girl. Until that's those suckers oh, came nice. out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's kinda of People would always
0: be like, Is a boy or a girl? I'm like, we don't know. And they're like, Oh, you know, but you're not telling anyone? I'm like, no, no we I don't know. we actually don't know. We we <laughs> told the doctors when they did the ultrasound, don't tell us. We don't want to know. And a lot of people acted like, like that was the craziest thing in the world. And I'm just like, No, it's pretty easy to wait. Yeah. It's it's made it made it more fun. It made it, I'm honestly sure. it did. Especially with the C-section because they, I was behind this curtain because I wasn't going to watch them do that stuff. Ugh, Gross, right? I can't
1: even imagine. That's what we talked they about. They kind of just looked them up, going, "All right." We were talking about vaginas on my podcast.
0: Were we? I can't remember what we, we were, talked about on your podcast because it was the Super Bowl. It was
1: long too, but we. Um,
0: oh, I could go on for we people could, who listen to this podcast for now. real. I could go on. No,
1: me too. And we were talking about birth. Because I'm, I'm fascinated by the idea that women's vaginas can open up that big. Yeah. And I'm really scared of Where it. Like, it? I don't want to. I don't know if I'm ready for that.
0: The whole the human the whole body. body no, the whole human body. You were talking about The that. female body in particular is really incredible. Yeah. And that's not to pander to women or anything like that. You don't.
1: Pander to us. We like it. No, right. It's,
0: <laughs> the pa- uh, it's painful, but most women don't be. Most women get an epidural and they shouldn't be afraid to. Because those are perfectly fine. And a chemical gets released in your brain during childbirth or shortly after childbirth. Mm-hmm. So you forget the pain. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's why women have babies again. Because it was really as painful, the most painful. And it is painful. Don't, don't get me wrong. My wife It's said, not
1: like it lives. My wife said
0: she felt like a pressure. But it wasn't like, you know, two days later, she yeah. wasn't thinking, oh, my God. I could never go through that again. Yep. So, yeah, it's really. I'm, I love having kids it's tiring a little it's very tiring don't sleep as often it's still it's all worth it though i just think back to my older son who's two i don't remember the sleepless nights as often i remember holding him and and watching him learn things and you know the cuteness and the love that's what you remember okay. and then you get reminded of like with with dylan i'm reminded of like oh yeah there was nights like where it's just right every three hours he wakes up crying and The routine is I grab him, change his diaper, and and then just hand him off to my wife because I don't have boobs. And, you know, um, (laughs) and then try to doze back off. But I know it'll be a blink of an eye, and he'll be crawling, and then it'll be easier, and it'll be past that. And then i
1: will be talking. The the
0: only part that's hard now is that my two-year-old son, me and him play a lot together, and he likes Dylan. He's cool with it. He's just like, oh, the baby. You know, he's really sweet. But he'll be like, Dad, come over here and play with this toy with me. I'm like, I'm holding Dylan right now, and he's sleeping. So... You know, can you just play by yourself? And he's kind of like, play by myself. Leaving me out. Why am I playing? No, just put. And sometimes he'll be like, baby in the swing, baby in the, put the baby in the swing. will <laughs> like, put the baby over here, get put right the baby of over him. here. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> he just wants me to like let go. He doesn't want me to hurt the kid, but he's like, get your arms free so we could right. play this game I want to play. How many siblings how do I you I have? Play. I have an older sister. And then I have a younger sister and younger brother, but there's a big age gap there. Right. You know, so I remember yeah. them when they were babies. So that's probably why I always. Even though there was a good chunk of my twenties, I didn't want kids, or at least I thought. I'm like, oh, I don't want kids. It just seems like way too much stress and very difficult and all that. But I'll, and and I'm sure the, there's gonna be more stress as they get older, of course. Yeah, you know, of course. They'll do stuff that I don't like, and and it gets harder. And inevitably, every parent has to hear their kid be like, "Well, I hate you, Daddy," and all that. You know, they, they're kids; they do shit like that. Um, but damn, it's worth it. I, um, yeah, my younger siblings. I was like 10 when the one was born and 12 when the other was born, I think. So, you know, I loved it when they were a kid. It was just cute. Babies are yeah. cute as hell. And yeah. it was fun to, like, kind of show them stuff. And, you know, my little brother, I, like, coached him in Little League. Not officially, unofficially. But I'd be like, do this. <laughs> well, my coach said this, mm, do what I told you. Trust me on this mm-hmm. one. I did coach his basketball team officially, though. I was the coach. And I – um. They had to put up a sign saying "No arguing with the refs," solely because of me.
1: Because he, <laughs> I would
0: argue with the refs a little bit.
1: Well, and I always feel like with my friends' kids, like I love being the cool auntie. Like I'm, I joke about not liking kids, but I actually really like kids. But I, I've always gotten along with kids because I talk to them like they're adults. Oh, nice! And so kids, even if I'm like trying to ignore them, they almost like gravitate towards me because I. I'm not like, oh, hi. You know, I don't like baby oh, though. Oh, you're
0: interesting. You're different than, than the rest of the people who talk yeah, to them. I speak so that's to them why like they're like, oh, person. let's talk to her. For and, sure.
1: And, um, and I've gone back and forth about the idea of having kids myself, but I ha- I was an only child, so I have no references. Oh,
0: well, it's like someone asked me the other day what it was like growing up in Chicago. I'm like, I don't know anything else. Yeah. I thought it was great, but I could have thought it was great living anywhere. Right. You, you,
1: yeah, you learn just, to like
0: what's around this you. It's just what you know. Essentially, don't you?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there's some people I know that. They say, "Oh, I hated growing up where I grew up," and then I, I hear them talk, and I go, "I wonder you why." Would hated, thing you would have hated. You would anywhere. Some yep. people, or some people, just really like, "I'm different than everyone here, and I need to do this." So that I mean that's a thing, but I think some people, if you're unhappy in one place, it's a good chance you're going to be unhappy Happy anywhere. Everywhere. It's not the place; well, it's you're you. Figure for out the negative shit. Yeah, figure out what's wrong with you mm-hmm. and what makes you unhappy. Deal with that problem first. There's a little bit of, uh, yeah.
1: I mean, that's how I felt like shooting my
0: someone who has no idea what the fuck he's
1: talking ra- about. No, but I feel like the more that I talk to people about stuff like this, they'll be like, You should be a psychiatrist. And I'm like, We're, we're all capable of the same psychiatrists are human beings, too. Like, we all have, I think, well traveled. I'm not gonna say
0: because you're a comedian, <laughs> okay. that's part of it, but anyone who's well traveled, anyone who meets new people and different walks of life, no matter what the hell their job is. You can't I think we'll get perspective. Mm-hmm. They'll get perspective and then they'll be able to say, all right, here's what I think versus this. Like, yeah. I love being a dad. I think it's the best thing in the world. I have friends, a good friend of mine, Julia, Louis Olson is her name. She has a podcast called not the mama, which is all about celebrating women who, or don't celebrating yeah not kids. having them mm-hmm. you know to choose not to be mothers or whatever i think not there's the a better mama.
1: isn't that from dinosaurs yeah it is it's totally to that's ma- what you got it from not the mama which is and
0: actually they play a clip of in the show's intro not they play uh, a soundbite from not the uh, the nice. show dinosaurs not the mama, yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah and i i'm i don't i would never push it on anybody Sure. If it's, uh, you know, certain people, like if they were asked me, yeah, you, would what be, do you think? Do you think rage. I'd be a good mother? No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sure.
1: would be, that's called. I don't
0: strongly <laughs> endorse parenthood. <laughs> Let me be clear. You have to be very clear with your words, especially on podcasts these days. Yeah. If you, some people are like, yeah, if I want to, if, if you want to have kids and you feel like you've got the time and the love to give then fucking do it but if you're like i don't i don't want to then don't right and don't let people fucking push you otherwise
1: well and i um I get
0: i don't get why we're trying to make people who don't want to have kids to have kids that seems stupid to me well and there's i enough was traffic. when i was
1: just on my way to st croix exactly there's enough uh people in the world that's something that i talk about too but like by 2050 our population is going to hit 9 billion and our planet can only sustain about 9 billion maybe 10 billion so we've got about 31 years left to figure our shit out. Otherwise, our planet is just going to die.
0: Yeah, people and say so like global warming we in the next 20 years have is going to fuck more kids up at all. that. And
1: <laughs> we don't need to procreate whatsoever. Our planet is not in need of the it. The
0: problem is the only people who are procreating besides me and my super awesome wife are dumb people. Idiots. So I always find it hilarious when the people who are the most politically active I know, the ones who are the most like, we got to stop guys like Trump. They don't want to have kids. And yep. yet I'm like, you know, the people who are on the other side, the ones you hate, they're, they're pumping them eight. out. They're pumping them out a lot. The, <laughs> think about the electorate going forward. Those so conservatives so selfish. are really, Have really Have some kids sexual. and balance it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You, you, like the born again Christians, you, yep. they're procreating left and right. I know. And they're stopping your gay, the gay agenda that you support. So why don't you, right. I don't know, or at least uh, I thought about ad- adoption. I think I'd like to do. Because I'm like, I feel like a hypocrite. I've rescued a dog, but I wouldn't rescue a baby.
1: Right. I know.
0: Or a kid. Um, but I think that's that's got to be very hard. you got to be in the right spot. I Because I already have two. So, I don't know. With my job, I think it'd be tough for me to do something like that. Because I feel, feel like you really need to be there.
1: Well, and like Not show... for a baby,
0: obviously. If you're adopting a baby, they're a baby. They don't fucking know who's their parents or who's not. Right. Love them, feed them, keep them warm. That's you're doing a great job as is right there. That's your start. <laughs> but if you're going to adopt like a seven year old, there's going to be shi- some baggage know some there. Shit. You yeah. Know?
1: My my and uncle um, th- that I'm really close with, uh, they adopted two brothers and then two sisters, and they were each like four and six when they adopted both pairs, and they remembered everything. So like there was a lot yeah. of issues later that you know, everybody had to deal with because it was like, but hats off not to people. Room. What's up? Hey, Rebecca Gibson. <laughs> Rebecca's
0: recording her podcast next. How are you? Uh, What's up? <laughs> I would say my hats off so much respect to people who adopt children. Like those mm-hmm. are the best human beings to me to be able to be like right? selfless enough to be like, Oh, I, I want to take this kid in that someone else didn't want or couldn't uh, want is a bad word because sometimes people do want the children but they just are in a situation where they're like this isn't what's best for the child what's best for the child is if someone else takes care of them that's great you know i I really respect the people who do that kind of adoption
1: I, i don't disrespect any of that i mean there's plenty of people that want i i would rather adopt almost than have a kid on my own, but mainly that's because, because you I don't want, want anything fuck going my on your vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you want know
0: anything about your it's vagina? It's
1: narcissistic. It's not. <laughs> but you
0: know the vagina. It like I know. It's hilarious how we people don't have any idea about, about, that, about the vagina. But it
1: goes back. I know yeah, that. I know that's can't. how it works.
2: So there's a uh, there's an alternative option for all of this where I think everyone can be happy because test it's, two babies. Because of the future. Well, it's kind of that. So they're they in development now. There's like a pod that can grow a human embryo in it to term. But they're saying that one of the issues with that is you won't have the mother-child bond. That you know,
1: I, Spe- I, yeah, I, no, I could believe that. I could totally sure. see that. Yeah. No, that's the, very important. Being, yeah. the skin
0: to skin, right after the kids born. Yeah, yeah. it's huge.
1: Being inside of your and like feeling your it's getting, energy it's getting, getting
2: nutrients from the pot It's not from you, so it might be. It's I'm sure they're
1: at a point yeah. where they could
0: create their own humans. or yeah, a, and science that, could do
2: that. I mean, China's been farming human organs from political prisoners for years. Yeah, so. yeah, it's yeah. fucked up, man. Yep. We're about to. What
1: be are in we're some gonna bomb the shit out of them
0: already? I can't wait.
2: I know.
1: I'm so pumped. I don't want war. 2077 Dude, I really You know we wanted... think
0: that but I I've, I've thought about that. Doesn't every few decades whatever current generation thinks, "Ooh, it's going to get crazy." Yeah,
2: but with Moore's law like continuing in the same trajectory that it's been like... But hasn't
0: it been crazy already? World War 2. We didn't survive we didn't live through World War 2 and World War 2 World War 2 is crazier than anything that's going on right now? Yep. I don't know,
1: man. Well, Human organ farms. The whole just planet, It's
0: not at war. And by the way, they did a lot of crazy scientific testing back then, too. They
2: are all gone, though. Now good people are doing it. So what, uh, but but you think, no, oh, that's fucking
0: naive. That's the most naive not shit I've ever heard in my life.
1: <laughs> exactly. All good people. You Trust know. your GMOs, kids.
0: Good God, man. Well, and everybody has their are the naive person at the end of the X-Men, aren't you? People are always yes. like, oh. You're Professor X. The
1: way that the society is now, and we're all on Instagram all the time. Everybody's filming everything. Nobody's living in the moment. Yeah. That's what people thought when newspapers first came. Out. Yeah, yeah. And, like, when I was in high school, there was no Instagram or anything like that. There was no social media whatsoever. Facebook didn't exist. Yeah. It's because you're but old as but fuck. Hey, baby! World! We're number one, kids! You're number one! Yes! yes!
0: Right there. Look at we put Each out the dude. shit, joke. Doug Benson. <laughs> Eat all the shit. On, no, I actually have like... nothing against Doug Benson, no, personally. I'd no, love no, to be on your podcast, Doug. Big speaking fan. Of, but don't fucking put in the I'm talking about, about Instagram, charts. and
1: I feel like I have to actually video that Sorry. moment because...
0: Well, we that already was, had the moment video, too, but yeah, moment. thank you. Uh, well, we might as well end the podcast on that. We Joe Kilgallen's
1: podcast is officially number one. Yeah, thanks, Natasha. We're almost Natasha. done with his podcast. This is the
0: one finger. i got to get a better haircut. This is a Everyone. shit cut. Uh, James, man, you co-produced the number one comedy album. This yeah, is the we first did it, one baby. you've co-produced? Uh, no. Did anyone else's go number one? Yeah, Sean White. Sean White's <laughs> was one? Yep. Oh, both, shit. Both nice. of them. Yeah. Nice. I don't recall that, but that's great. But I'm very proud of I'm this. Very I'm very proud of you. All right, man. Uh, thanks for all the work you put into it. Yeah, and buddy. this is only the first phase, guys, because wait until you see the motherfucking video. Oh yeah. When you see the motherfucking video that's me coming out in July, kids.
1: <laughs>
0: oh shit. Natasha, What's uh, that? thank you so much for taking the time.
1: Yeah, no, it's you crazy. got a
0: podcast with Rebecca Gibson coming in next. Everyone, listen to the past podcast of Killian's Pub. The great thing about this podcast is every episode's evergreen. It's not like time sensitive. You can go back and listen to old episodes. Subscribe to the Patreon. If you haven't bought the album yet, Patreon listeners, I will send you a download free download if you subscribe to the six dollar tier the three dollar tier gets you podcasts that have been removed and bonus content as well and um you guys have been great thank you for everyone who's bought uh the album uh spread the word tell your friends what a review um i can't thank you guys enough i'm really grateful for uh everyone who's helped and just all of you guys for listening all that good stuff natasha where can people find you
1: You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at NPH Comedy, which stands for Natasha Pearl Hanson, not to be confused with Neil Patrick Harris, (laughs) the only female NPH. And uh, my podcast is called Future Role Model. You can follow that as well. And my website is www.nphcomedy.com. All my tours are nphcomedy.com backslash T-I-X.
0: Let's oh. see. I Axe tickets. All right. Uh, yeah, if you're in Chicago, there's still some tickets left for my album release party, which is tomorrow night at North Bar. That's Friday, June 21st. Actually, when you're, um, forget everything I'm saying because this is going to come out after yeah, Friday, June 21st. I'm that's such that's a it. fucking moron. <laughs> anyway, thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, this has been Kill Gallows Pub. Cheers.
1: What?